Welcome back to Two Dudes, Three Legs podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Capaletti, and this is Zach Dingy. Oh, shit. It's me, guys. It's Bryce from behind the camera. I'm on set with Tony, Two Dudes, Three Legs, and we're at Vital Barbershop. Man, this place. Sick. Sick. Run some B-roll. Two Dudes, Three Legs podcast is actually changing the way that entrepreneurship is received in the Hudson Valley and definitely far beyond uh, by valuing business-minded operators that are here in this the community. The boys in the trenches out here really getting it and yeah. making a difference. So, I mean, it's going to be a great episode. We got Alex Vivar, Brevin, we're here talking about everything when it comes to touch points, stuff that we learned from the vault and how it translates. We talk hospitality. We actually talk Will Gadara, which is not that surprising because, I mean, he's number one with it. And believing in the unity and power of working together. And that leads us to our sponsor for today's episode. Thank you so much to True Team Players. This is a clothing brand, an apparel brand, super nice hoodies. It's getting a little bit colder out, so, you know, throw this thing on in the fall weather. Just just get, get, keep your fit on point. Um, this is veteran a, and family owned and operated, correct? That's right, that's right. They sent us these hoodies, we're loving them. Thank you so much to True Team Players. You can go to trueteamplayers.com, check out their brand. Let's get into it. Yo, 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 oh, you fucking want to be famous. <laughs> Guys are looking sharp. Zach Dingy, Tony Capoletti. Two Three Legs Podcast, where we share business tips, interview experts, and travel the world. This week on Two Dudes, Three Legs. I think that actually you got to be legit. Like you got to be a barber to give yourself a cut with a self cut. No, hundred percent. Yeah, it, yeah. Unless, unless it's like so. For me, like I started. The reason I even got into the industry because I started cutting my own hair, and that turned into like a passion. And I was like, oh shit, I'm pretty good at this, and it kicked off from there. Like cutting friends, family, and whatnot. But I think at the end of the day, is like it, it helps to have the eye, and like we all are artists in a sense. But when you have the artistic eye to be able to like. I say drop, at least visualize and see where you're going to get without, with a blank slate. Like looking at it already, I'm already breaking down what I would do. I'm looking at you already. All right, I, I, already, I broke it down already. I already know what I'm going to do, you know? And I'll sit down and talk to you and like pretend, like still be respectful and like consult and like, what are you looking to do? But at the end of the day, I already know what fits you best. And if it aligns, great. If not, then I'm going to convince you to think of what, what is better. It's uniquely one of the arts that's only on somebody's, somebody's like, person yeah it's not clothes right you can take clothes off but like but what is the difference in a oh yeah tattoos yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but like what like how what's the percentage wise and i'm sure it's changed over time for you uh between like the art side and the business side right Mm -hmm. like is it like do you lose the i talk about this with like entertainers and different music artists too like when you really start to pop is when you really start to get serious about the business side and then how do you maintain the art side Mm. So, I mean, the other day, I, I, uh, I met this one girl a while back ago, artsy girl. I saw her. I'm like, yo, she's a vibe. Like, she had a buzz head. I'm like, yo, I could do design work on her. And I met her a year ago, and I didn't cut her hair till like, two weeks ago, it was. But I learned that, for me, being in the business, right, um, you have to set time aside and get creative because it's hard to do it behind a chair. You have to add, I, I blocked off two and a half hours for her. Normally, it's like 45 minutes to an hour. But it allowed me to like create content, get pictures, go outside, bring on my camera and get shots. Um, because when you're like back to back, it's hard to even 
create content, right? If you're in, in the trenches, right? It's hard for you to like get the befores, the after, the process, and then still have time like, oh, let me get some pictures real quick because you have a client that's coming in right after. And you kind of, I feel like when you're trying to create content with a client, if it, it almost um, takes away from the experience. Now, some clients are cool with it. Some are like, oh, yeah, of course, oh, yeah, please, like, please put me on your Instagram, you know? But I, I think it's always best to put time aside to let those juices out and to keep that fire sparked in you. Yeah, well, that's for content creation, for sure. Yeah. That's definitely a creative mm -hmm. pursuit. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're lucky enough to be able to have creative energy with every client that we work with at Q29 because mm -hmm. we are shooting content that's the only thing we do yeah but in a sense like that other side like the art side of of sculpting and seeing the vision and like how much do you lean into your creative vision on someone's head like do you impose your thoughts does do people get love to get in your chair and say like do you how often is it do you or like hey i want a three or a two or yeah yeah i mean i mean i think just like having a conversation with somebody i've i've gained um i guess trust once I, you know, I listen to what they have to say, get an idea of it, you know, talk them, talk through with them. But then I feel like once I start sectioning the hair and which you never see that, right? Like how many times have you gone to shop and someone's actually taken individual sections, parted your hair a certain way? Like now you're like, holy shit, this guy knows what he's doing, right? So I feel like once I get to that point, they're like, go ahead and do your thing, right? So like for me, at least it's like the first time you sit in my chair, I'll do exactly what you want. Right. I might try to talk you into something else like, oh, my hair goes to the left. Well, I think, you know, I'm combing it. I think it goes a little better to the right. Oh, yeah, we can maybe try that. But, you know, I typically go left. Cool. No problem. So I'll cut it to go left. I may not like it. Right. But it's not up to me. I don't wear it every day. But now I'll tell you, OK, well, I'll style it going right. And I'm like, oh, my God, it does look different. So typically the next time they come in, they're like, I saw what you were saying. I think I'm ready to try it going right. Right. Because. It's just like um, a contractor building a house, right? I'm not, I might tell him my idea, but I'm not going to tell him how to do it because I don't know anything about that. The guy tells me it's three quarters of an inch. I'm not going to tell him, you know, cut it an inch and a half, right? So it's like, you know, this is, this is my job. So I'll do what you want, but understand, like, I know what I'm talking about, right? This is my, this is my thing, right? So sometimes you got to approach people soft. Correct, right? correct, right. And it comes with like reading them and understanding, again, that's again, part of the consultation. Um, but for me, is uh, to me, the best is when they're like, just do what you want based on like a referral and knowing that that's just how it work or just respecting the fact that they understand that I'm an artist and they know that at the end of the day, you always want to let artists do what they want. Like whenever I, like putting this place together, like the painter and like, the design wise and stuff like that. Like I had people help me. I had Brevin's vision help me and like everyone, I, I put trust on them and I and I, I see their vision and I trust them. Like, all right, I'll just flow with it and and uh, let them do their thing. Let them express themselves. Um, so for me is when I'm cutting someone's hair, I, I, I expect that and if I don't, it's okay. It's fine. I've given Tony a fade, remember that? Oh, yeah. How many times have I cut yeah. your hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. times. Because you guys know my mom is my mom is the hairdresser, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I just feel like when my hair is messy, if I just get it high and tight, I look all right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was yeah. pretty butchered. Tell them about your, uh, like, t Tony was, like, slicking it back, like, hard. Like, the hard slick back for, like, the whole first half of this year. And then we all, like, over at the studio, my sister and, like, Shawnee were like, yo, Tony, when your hair is, like, letting it curl, 
embracing it i was just talking to my uh my barber i was telling you about up in kingston and he said all the kids now are trying to make their hair look like mine does naturally mm-hmm. yeah. he said they had kids coming in from high school all getting perms in September, so they can go to school. They're getting perms yeah. for real, young yeah. kids. Puff. That was you me. seeing that? Like here? those long, those like those long shags in the bro. front, where like you know the kids have it like sitting down here. Yeah, but they want curls. Yeah. So I got gassed up. I started growing this shit a lot longer up top, and then just you know keeping it nice and tight on the sides. But uh, I still got some work to figure out up here. I, I don't like. I, I, I used to get perms. I was getting perms. This is uh, I oh, cut shit. it off like a little over two years ago. It started already, like, now it's still kind of set up. I feel like it still has another year left in it. But, yeah, I was getting perms about two years ago for, like, a year or so. I grew it out, and it was, like, it was a thing. I'll never forget. I was cutting this kid. Uh, I've been cutting him since um, probably elementary school, right? So this is years ago up at the first shop, right, yeah. on Route 9 there, right? So he comes in. He's like, hey, man. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. He's oh, like, yo, so what do you think about doing a perm? I said, a what? <laughs> I said, a, a perm? <laughs> I'm not giving you a fucking perm, right? And he started dying laughing. He's like, wait, you can't do it. I'm like, bro, it's a chemical process. I don't have any of that stuff here. I was like, I'm not qualified. I didn't know all that, bro. I didn't know what a perm I was like, so was? if you go to a salon and get a perm, right, and then you come back, I'll cut it however you want. But I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea how to do this. It takes this. like two hours. No, it's bro, a process, it's a bro. You guys sit there with the chemicals. I let them at hair school do a dry perm on me. And I was there for like every bit of an hour and a half because they wanted to see how it looked. I wanted to see how it looked. Yeah, because they did it dry, no chemical. No chemical. Okay, I was gonna say that's so a dry perm. I was like, I don't know about this. My hairline's a little too deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, bro. Yo, how do you deal with that? Uh, like with people that are like starting to lose their hair, or like younger guys who are getting that. Like maybe it's like maybe it's a, it's balding in the back, or maybe the hairline's receding. Like, do you have people in denial about it? Like, what's up with that? There, I mean, it's so many different procedures now, right? Yeah. And you have people flying out to Turkey to get yeah. their hair transplants. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like there's the procedure where like they take care of them back. And then they, they literally put, surgically put it in on the top, or they take um, the S and P, the S and P, which is like tattoo, which is like tattooing to fill it in. Um, you guys offer any of that here? Oh uh, no, nah, no. Nah. I um, you thinking I, about I, it? I thought about the S and P, but then I realized, and this is with anything. I feel like when you first hear an idea, you're like, oh fuck, that's dope. Like that's, and I was like, man, this is. Dope. I went to a class last year, and then they had a class about it. And I'm like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to cake it. I'm going to have fun because I, 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 it's me being creative again. But then I had to take a step back and realize that it wasn't aligned with my goals. It was literally, would I have made more money? Maybe, yeah, because I would have figured it out. And I, again, it was me being artistic. But it was going to take away from the vision of like what it's all leading to now with um, Vital. So I decided not to do it. Because me thinking from a business perspective, right, if it's tattooing, when you go to a barber shop and a tattoo shop, the vibes are very similar. Yeah. 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 Like to me, mm-hmm. if I own this place, I'm having guys doing tattoos on the other side. Mm-hmm. And now you got people coming in here for everything. Mm-hmm. It's mixed marketing. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. It's a vital tattoo shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went in for a buzz cut, got myself yeah. a sleeve. Yeah. Now nah, it would be cool. The it SMP would... is just like a whole nother marketing thing. Like that's just, you have to market it entirely different because you're not typically going to get someone to book an appointment in here and be like, hey, man, can you tattoo my hairline on? You know what I mean? So it's just you have to, like, really hammer that home on, for me at least, you know, on social media and market it entirely different. Um, but there's money in it, bro. That's what there's I'm saying. There's so much money. That's what I'm saying, it. thinking as a business perspective. Like, yeah. I remember yeah. I met this guy. He has a, um, a hair school down in uh, Westchester, and he was telling me that he did it. 
And he, and he did it on him. He actually had it done on himself. And uh, I was like, there's a lot of, there's good money in that. He's like, bro, there's so much money in doing it. I just don't know if I could. Well, it's I, a time I would to recommend you too. learning how to do it. Just rent a yeah. chair, right? Mm. To somebody who does tattoos, have them. Yeah, because yeah, from what I've heard, the procedure is anywhere from 1500 to 2500 or so, depending. And the uh, course but, is like, it's a pretty, it's, oh, it's not it's extensive, like, right? Yeah, but it's a absolutely. fairly extensive course. The guy from course. Florida, yeah, I think it was like five grand for the class, which is, I mean, it's, it's an investment because, you know, you paid itself once you master it. Right. It's, it's good to set. have it, you know what I mean? Just as like another another thing to add, but you don't want to like overdo your 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 list of things right because you only got so many hours in a day and in the week you know it's like you'd have to take a day because it's going to take a couple hours and then if you only have one or two clients and you kind of you got to schedule accordingly to it so it's there's a lot to it but it you know it is it is kind of cool yeah all right so alex tell me about what sparked all this for you i want to know how it started so two years ago um I was co-owner of the great studio right down the street. And we knew that the lease was coming to an end. Um, and we knew that the business would soon be separated. Um, I wanted to open up a barbershop and then my partner wanted to open up a salon. And I had about three months to like make a decision if I was gonna stay in there, keep the brand or find a new space and uh, rebrand. And the landlord ended up uh, raising my rent a significant amount. And that's when I knew, I'm like, all right, I got to find a new space. He gave you that push. Yeah, he did. And I <laughs> needed that because if not, I would have not been looking. Everything for a reason, bro. 100%. It's funny, 100%. right? 100%. And um, my good friend Eric um, owns this building and told me about this space. So I came and looked at it. I'm like, all right, cool. This, you know, this might work. And... Um, but that was the least of my worries. My worries is like, yo, I have to come up with a brand ASAP. Um, so I was out in Beacon with a good friend of mine and we were chopping it up. And he's like, hey, Alex, so you have a name yet? I'm like, bro, no. Like, I, And I, by that time, I think I had like two months left. And he goes, he's like, well, what about, he's like, essential. He's like, during the, the um, pandemic, mm. you weren't considered essential and they shut you down. But he thought and everyone, and as well as me, right, we feel like, Barbers are essential. Hairstylists are essential to our community because we keep everyone's frequency and mood high. Um, That's facts. So, bro, I was hurting yesterday. I needed a haircut so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So happy yeah. To get so me true. Too. That. Like, he cut me up yesterday too, and I was like, man, like I forget how how good it feels to feel sexy. It's true, bro. You know? Sometimes I'll be like too long without a haircut. I'm like, why do I feel so foggy right now? Yeah, yeah. function. Yeah, and then I go get a fresh cut, and I'm like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even the so littlest it's thing, right? even a little cleanup, like yeah. it makes a or world shaving, of difference, right? For yeah. you, yeah, right, yep. exactly. And um, so he's like, "All right," he's like, "I was like, I was like, essential." I'm like, "I don't," I was like, "That's that's already a name brand of a that's, that, that's a brand of a of a clothing brand already." I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. He's like, "All right," and he's like, he's like, "Call it vital." He's like, "But don't write it out the way it's spelled V I T A L." He's like, "Write it out the way that uh, the pronunciation is and the definition." Somebody used a thesaurus. They went essential, <laughs> vital. Yeah, yeah. I like that. that. Is all, and he's a creative too, because he's the one that helped build my stations at the at the um, previous um, suite that we had. We we got all new stuff here, and I was like, I sat with that. I'm like, yo, it's kind of dope. It is dope. And and I waited about a week, and I'm like, bam, I hit up my designer. I'm like, I called her up. I'm like, hey, listen, like this is the name. 
let's this is you know we sat down and brainstormed and color schemes everything a lot of the branding uh was inspired by um the brand kith which is one of my favorite brands uh ronnie feig he's based out of new york city uh k-i-t-h yeah um uh they use very uh everything he does it's an experience going into his clothing store it's a complete vibe and the color schemes and all that the, the simplicity uh modern clean uh it, it was a lot um, inspired through that brand and she knew that so we sat again she's an artist she helped me create everything the colors in the website and all that and um that's when uh, vital was born and at that time uh drove um, another one of our team members i had reached out to him and told him about the idea and um finally aligned and he joined and he was the first one to join vital that's fire uh, yeah and then um the beginning of the year, I, well, last year is kind of when we like really just kind of just started. I've known Brevin for yeah, tell me know, how, four or five tell me years how. now. Oh, yeah, probably yeah, you worked he, your way yeah, maybe more. Show, yeah. yeah, he had attended, him and Drew have a day work together. He, they have attended, and Edgar have attended um, some of my classes that I taught at the Great Studio. So we knew of each other. Um, but then I uh, invited him to Vital Presents live uh, hair art um, where I invited local barbers in the area to come and just showcase in like a hair jam people could just come pay a ticket hang out and just watch creatives um do their thing and not necessarily teach but just be in their element and just showcase their talent so i invited him and that's kind of where like juices started flowing and like and the thoughts were being put out there and i'll let brevin tell the rest yeah so <laughs> um yeah for me I, um, once the pandemic hit, I was like kind of up in the air with what I was going to do. I was at a shop. It was just kind of, I felt kind of stuck. Like I went back to hair school to try to, you know, level up. I, I saw where things were going and I just didn't understand it because I was never taught scissor work. So I was like, shit, I can see where things are going. I need to understand this. If I'm going to keep doing this, you know, I need to know where things are going. So once the pandemic hit, I just, I had did a lot of thinking and was like, you know what? I think it might be time for me to kind of just open a studio, right? And then I have time, you know, things are things are mine, I'm there. Um, you know, it's on me at that point to um, continue to, to elevate my game, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I was in a space, um, had a studio, um, started thinking about like, damn, I kind of want like a little bit more, right? So I ended up coming over here prior to Alex coming here and I had a spot downstairs um, in the basement my thought was was to open a shop so i ended up um, going into one of the apartment buildings around here they built the space out this was my holdover they had moved in upstairs so like we would you know catch up here and there me and dro worked together for like three years so we were real familiar with one another literally worked next to each other so it's funny when we i came here like we ended up working right next to one another so um i was at my space um and when i had my shop you know, i was big on um education again because i taught myself kind of like alex did too right and i was like there's no education that comes to the northeast so i want to be that place right but i didn't have a brand i was in the beginning stages of it and for me it's difficult to do all the things that come along with building a brand right so um i started bringing the education here things kind of weren't working out in my space um and i had got the offer to come and cut at the event and i did um and that kind of you know started you know the, like alex said you know got the juices kind of flowing a little bit and um he did what was the event that you did at the shop you had to, was oh it was um dean's art pop-up 
Oh, yeah. And yeah, I stopped yeah. by and me and Dro were chopping it up. And I was like, yeah, you know, things aren't really working out. You know, I'm trying to figure things out because I had a young guy, Edgar, with me. And my thing was like, holy shit, man, if this doesn't work out, this kid just started. I don't want to leave him high and dry. So I'm running around trying to find like another studio space. So like he doesn't fall into like, oh, I'm in the shop now. I have nothing and I don't know what to do. So I was looking out more for him than I was myself because I was like, if I got to go on my own, then I'll be fine. So um, I ran the idea in my head. I talked to Dro and I'm like, you know, I kind of think it might make sense to like maybe come over here. And Dro was like, bro, I think it would work. Like I know Alex has a lot of ideas and I know you got a lot of ideas. I think collectively it would make, it, made, it would make a lot of sense. So I sat with it and um, I hit him up and I was like, yo, do you, I, you know, do you want to talk? I have an event that I'm thinking of and it's kind of like something you did with the, the, the hair art. Um, I said, I think I know how to like really kind of level it up and bring it up, right? So he's like, yeah, let's meet up. So we met up, went to dinner. And um, after that, I was like, that's it. I was like, I'm gonna make my decision. And I went, talked to management over there. Things kind of went, went south and I was like, that's it. So we started talking and um, I said, my main thing was just bringing the education here. I wanted it to be like, all right, he's got the brand, right? Working in another industry prior to this, I knew what it was like to have a, you know, have a brand around me, but you're adding to it to, to, to bring it up to another level, right? Yeah. And I knew with him having the brand, the only other way to build upon that was to bring another element to it. So that's where like the education came in. And um, we've had, let's see. So we had, we had, uh, we had Bonds from Italy, which is by far my favorite quest that we had. Yeah, we had Bonds um, from Italy. This yeah. guy, Alessandro Bonacelli. So real quick, it's, so, yeah. it, it's interesting to me that there's an education part to this because, you know, I don't know shit about being a barber, right? right? I thought you go, you get a certificate, and then you cut hair till you die. Mm. But <laughs> so for that's me true. to hear, right? Yeah, and that's no, what you true. get at the at the malls and yeah, the, yeah. those yeah. one-stop shops where you go yeah. and get your head chopped up, and right. you're not really happy. So to hear that there's this whole other side of it, which to me sounds like it's it's like this is art studio like a hair art studio versus yeah. a, just a one-off barber shop that you get at the mall or, yeah. or, or I wouldn't even call it a barber shop. What do they call it? Just a haircut place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really. Know what I'm saying? They give you a fucking A lot of the places are like one-stop shops. Like you said, right? You got a hair salon and you got a barber shop in the same, in the same spot. Right. There's some training there, but like yeah. there's no extensive training. Right. right. To know how to go in and make some money and call it a day. The great so, studio was that. The great studio was like a unisex. Just, Salon, just trying to shop. get as many people in the door as you can without niching it out. Oh no, 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 no but it you was, had educated no, people. No, 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 yeah, no, like, we had, no, we had a solid team, but we had, we were able to fuse barbershop and the hair salon together. It was great. It right, was just right. time for it, for like, for me to start my journey and for my partner to start a different journey, right? But um, tell me a little more about how you guys further your education. So you have classes. How else do you guys level up in the barber arts? So um, I think one good thing to do when, when I would go to a class or do any kind of education is to teach it to somebody else. Mm. And it stays fresh in my brain. And it's good to like, it's just good to pass on that energy to somebody else. Because not only is it fulfilling for me, but it's also good to reteach in a way of teaching. Um, we do that a lot. And, and, you know, I, I run a, a sales office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the big things I recommend to all my sales yeah. guys is go mentor someone else. Yeah. 
because yeah. you really master your craft when you have to yeah. be able to present it to somebody else. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear that it's it's like the same thing. It's a, for any industry, the same thing. Um, but for me, I would go to a lot of hair shows. I enjoy uh, hair shows, but I, I personally like enjoy uh, hearing people's stories and stuff like that. Like I, I would like watch like techniques and stuff like that. But for me, the way I learn how to cut hair, it, it's it's hard for me even to explain because for me to explain my eye to you, it's uh, I don't know. Just to me, it's not possible because the way I view something, I don't think anyone can see it that way. And the way I go about it, it's not technically. Um, by the book, it's not. Right. Te- it's not technical, right? Yeah, it's not. It's he's not. Like, he's it's a not. vision. He's a yeah. visual. Yeah, he's I'm, a visual cutter. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I, yeah. like even this. Like I just literally, I was just like, I didn't draw anything. I was just like, fine, I'm gonna grab this, this, and I'm just gonna put it here, and then I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> this shit fucks. It, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, this you shit know, fucks. I like you that. know. So, <laughs> so that that's for me with education. But I would like to. I, I love networking. I love talking, chopping it up, meeting There's new people. There's so much community yeah. in in. You know, having a barbershop is yeah. crazy. There's a lot of competition in it, but there is a lot of community once you start getting deep yeah. into it. And it's like, you guys have fun with that. And it's yeah. like, and it's oh, like, yeah. and it's like high school, right? When you're just like, there's all these different cliques. You go to these hair shows. Yeah. It's, like, it's literally all these different cliques. Yeah. So we are social animals. It's just how it is. Right. You know, I I, I just thought about the movie Mean Girls. I think that movie explains. <laughs> it. I would love that movie. My kids love that movie. Yeah. Well, watch it. That that movie best explains society on how everything is. Right. Um, that's for me with education, but like Brevin, like Brevin, he'll watch videos. I mean, you could tell him more, Bro, but for me, I'm I like, can't learn. For so me, like, I can't do that. Like, I'd rather just go to a hair salon. So, with like him coming in here, right? Like, I'm a visual person when it comes to you know a space, right? I can see things, but when it comes to hair, bro, like because I burn my brain for so many hours trying to figure out these little Instagram clips, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, I can see it, but I don't know why or why they're doing it. How they're I want to. I want to know the why. Yeah, yeah, I want to know the how, right? So, like, for me, I'm extremely technical to the point where I overthink it when I do it myself, right? So it was funny because a couple weeks ago we had a guy stop in here that he came to one of our classes, and I've known him for a while. Um, and he popped in, and uh, towards the end of the night he was watching me, right? So I was like, yo, come over here for a second. So I started, like, walking him through some things, explaining why I was doing it, what I was doing, explaining, you know, the face shape, the head shape, um, where I needed to do, you know, leave more length or do certain things, right? So at the end of it, um, I was like, yo, so did you did, did you understand these things? And he was like, yeah, like I'm starting to get it. And I said to myself, like, that second guessing that you do while you cut, now you, you just prove that you learned something. Because I, mm. I, I was not sure that I knew what the fuck it is that I was doing, right? But now I just validated myself. When I was able to explain it to him and he said he got it. And as I'm listening to myself speak, I said, holy shit, you do know what you're talking about, right? (laughs) These guys tell me all the time and I'm like, no, man, I got so much more to learn. I don't, I don't really know, you know, because again, Dro is extremely technical, but extremely visual. He's good on both ends of it. Right. Whereas me, I'm just like, I got to do it like this. My hands got to be like this. The scissors got to be like this, you know? Yeah, so that's how you uh, get better. As yeah. soon as you think you have nowhere to improve, you're Right. Done. And that's where, like, now that I understand that technical side, I can kind of work on getting more visual and cutting with more feel and letting it, you know, flow a little free, yeah. right? Yeah. So Where, where do you guys get all your inspiration, inspiration from? Instagram. Insta- yeah, <laughs> right. I was going to say, it's you probably see a lot. trends, bro. Like, yeah. you know, um, for me at least, like, yeah. even, like, dressing, right? It's yeah. like, 
Europe is the trendsetter, right? So yeah. Like Europe's the trendsetting for fashion, for hair, for all that. So like, we're like, I, I was, I think I was telling you before, like we're two steps behind, you know, we're, we're there, they're into doing like 70s, 80s shags, right? We're just catching up to where the 90s styles were with them a year and a half ago. Has it always Those, been that way? We're always behind We're them. always behind because like- Don't, doesn't year, America do anything original? I know, right? <laughs> do we? Right? I mean, I mean, there's certain things I feel like we can't, we, uh, we do do, um, but I think with hair in general and like fashion, I, I think it's always outside of um, the U.S. Um, definitely big in Europe. They're not doing mullets but, over there. But me, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. like shag yeah. and stuff. Think about it because the, but, the, the biggest schools are from England. You got Tony, you got, you got Sassoon, you got, you know, Paul Mitchell, yeah. like the one original like U.S. Mm -hmm. brand. But yeah. everything started over there. Think about yeah. like Milan's a fashion capital of the world for the most part. Yeah. Right? So like... Mm -hmm. That's where these things are coming from, you know? Yeah. And even like the big, like even like Nick Arojo, he's big here in, mm -hmm. in New York, right? But all his teachings are from Sassoon, which originated from uh, um, Europe, uh, London, right? Yeah. London, right? And, um, but even like for me, uh, a lot of my inspiration, yeah, it comes from social media. But me, I, I love Japanese culture. That's I think cool. like Japanese, to me, Japanese culture they, Tokyo is like, I've yet to go because I was going to go in the pandemic and then the shutdown hop happened and the, I, a week before I was going to fly out. So I, I, I'm still, it's still on my list to do. But for me, like they're ahead and always our shears. Japanese shears are the best shears, hands down the best. Japanese denim, hands down the best. And then I feel like with Japanese culture, everything they do, they do with full intention High and quality. detail and they don't cut corners, plain and simple. Um, other countries even here like i feel like everything's like u.s made yeah but like it's not it's not it's they they have a way bigger intention and for me intention is everything um when i when, I, when me myself when i do something like if i'm going to fucking present something i have to give it my all if not uh, i feel like no half-assing it, it's a yeah no half-assing no half yeah, yeah no half -assing. and even like what when, well, when, it, it doesn't, doesn't appear that you guys half-ass here. This, no. This, yeah. this whole place is beautiful. <laughs> Thank Good. you. Um, and, I, you know, we've been talking a lot about the hair, but what inspired you for this space? Um, so when we were first in the space, we had host, uh, hosted one of the classes, um, the first class that um, Brevin did. Um, again, we had sat down and talked about it. And, again, he had already the, 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 the platform and, like, the ideas for the class. And I literally took it and made it vital, made it a, a, a whole experience for the guests when they're here, right? It is so an experience. Let me, let me chop, get in that. Like, when you walk in this place, and Bryce, please put some B-roll in the video while I'm talking about this. <laughs> like, there's a part of Poughkeepsie you don't see here, first of all, that you're like shedding some light on. I took about 10 minutes just looking out these windows. You know, you never see this in Poughkeepsie. I drive through here 100 times a week, and you don't get to see this nice stuff. You know, it's like above the, the street and all the, yeah. you know, the riffraff down yeah. there. But it's this is an experience, like you said, coming in here. Like, takes you out. I was not expecting this. Takes you out of when I showed right? up today. Yeah, but this is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, like I encourage anybody if you're you're out here, come get a cut over at Vital. This this place is fucking sick. Yeah, like this doesn't feel like we're in Just pull up. Just pull up and take a look. Yeah, yeah. So you you've definitely created you know some type of art form up here with just just the experience that yeah. you're giving to people. Uh, and you have free water, so. <laughs> so. Canned, canned water. 
And Walter. Sponsored by Proudsource. Proudsource. Wait, tell me, tell me. We got this at Q29 Studio, too. Yeah, yeah. But you looked it up on Amazon, and it was like... Oh, this shit is expensive. It is. But it's to me, it's like... To me, it's like, man, like, there's there's a lot of different things I can cut corners on. But when my, when when the name, I'm sorry, when, when the name Vital is attached to it or, or it, yeah, I just can't, even if it doesn't make sense. I'm like, you give for the, the time being, experience. for the time being, it, yeah, I, with, time i do want to like logistically get there and it's one thing that brevin had said like yo we got to figure out how to scale this right it will time it will come time when i do that and 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 um and like all right well this literally doesn't make sense anymore so we got to figure something else out but for now again like if the name vital is attached even if it doesn't make sense it's over I'm the gonna top. Still, i have to i love that i have to do I it that. i have to do it and me and, and my brother have a rentals and when we renovate we take shitholes and we make them luxury and we have everything, you know, brand new stainless steel appliances. Every unit has a washer and dryer. You don't have to leave your apartment for anything. We make them extremely nice. And, and with that comes a greater customer and just a greater experience for everyone. You get people who respect your shit. And, and I assume it's the same here. You just, you know, you're not going to get the idiot who comes in here who's, you know, the random guy that walks in is like, hey, man, I need a skin fade and a two on the top but like i don't give a shit you know right. what i mean like we want people that that respect Are quality the yeah, yeah. And yeah. Just see it and get it from right when they walk in and for me is like the whole idea when in this space was like and i love it when it happens when someone reacts like this but my whole idea with this space is when somebody walked in i wanted them to be like what the fuck that's yeah. what happened to me today for real. Yeah. That's what and happened I, and when I you brought that. me here it's too. Like, yeah, last time. Like, I think we're lacking. lacking so much of that in the world today, especially because the state of our country, right? Mm. People are hurting for money, mm. but we still need to have the ability to go somewhere and receive like an unreasonable experience. Mm. Um, or not unreasonable. I'm thinking of unreasonable hospitality. hospitality. Which is a book I recently picked Phenomenal up. Phenomenal book, Dude. by the way. <laughs> I recently picked Will it up. Will Jadara, incredible. Uh, you know, we just saw him Will, in the vault. Just, if, you, if you see this... Game changer, yeah. full on game changer, not just for restaurants, but yeah. just across the board. Everything. And that's, and yeah. that's what dis that's why I said it, because that's where it brings me is yeah. to Will Goddard. It's like yeah. you guys are handing out an experience here, yeah. not a haircut. Yeah. This yeah. is a place you come to reset and yeah. get fresh. Yeah. When I initially connected with Brev, he was like connecting with me on IG, and it was at the time we were talking about the Vital Talk thing, and then Brev was like, "Yo, you guys are at at the vault," and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yo, Will Goddard, like he's the guy." He had already read the book. So That's crazy. we connected on that, and then when we had when we had our last meeting, we were connected on kind of like those touch points when it comes to like client yeah. interaction every single moment. So it's like super dope. And you, Bourbon had told me about the book prior, and I was like, "Oh yeah, did you get I was, it?" I was like, oh, I, was like it? I was like, "I'll get to it, right?" And then um, the day we met, the night before, I told myself, "Alex, tomorrow, which is the day we met, I'm like, I, I have to go to Barnes and Noble. I have to get a new book because this book I'm reading it's just not it for me. I need I need a new book." And lo and behold, like. I always trust in the universe. We're sitting down talking, and then Bryce just goes, "Yeah, hey, Alex." Um, he's like, "I was just at a convention right now, and like you really reminded me of this guy called Will Goddard, blah blah blah." And he's like, "He wrote this book, um, Unreasonable Hospitality." And then Brevin's like, "Bro, this is the book I told you about a while back." And I'm yeah. like, "Yo, I'm like, I'm like Bryce, shit, I'm yeah. like, you can't make this shit up." Like last night, I told myself I'm gonna go to Barnes and Noble to buy a book, and when he said that, I'm like, 
This is the book I'm buying. I picked it up. It's I'm not done with it yet, but this will be the second book I've read fully because I've only read one full book, and that was um, The Alchemist um, because I just didn't enjoy reading, but now I do. And it's, it's, it's just cool for him like to read his words and be like, yo, this is what I think about. Somebody period. who gets and I could, it. I could relate, but now I'm going to take it to a whole other level because so far in the second chapter, I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, you went from a, a uh, small restaurant um, uh, company, right? Now he's in the corporate. Um, I forget how he described it, but now he's like, he, he, he started working for a different restaurant group and he was learning the logistics, right? And then now he's like, I think he's in the next chapter, he, he goes back to the, the other group that they made him an offer. And now he's taking both um, mindsets and putting them together. So. Yeah, for me, it was like I, I worked in food service my whole life, you know, and hair was like later on, right? I was toyed with the idea. I never thought I'd be in it. At one point, I was looking to go to the culinary, and like that's where that's the other thing that I enjoy. Um, so when I was working for the Renegades, I did sales down there. I did uh, random merchandising department. I did promo. I did everything. But like when I interned down there, I was also almost 30 years old as an intern, right? So like my mindset was entirely different than a 20 year old coming in there. I was looking to get a job. Like I needed a job, plain and simple. Uh, so when I got there, um, my boss at the time was only, I think maybe like two or three years older than me. So when we started talking, he was like, you know, so-and-so I'm like, yeah, you know, so-and-so. And he was like, yeah. So we kind of clicked there. So when I got there and I realized like we had clients like that we were dealing with, right. With, um, you know, sponsorships and all that. For me, that's where like the hospitality stuff kicked in, right? Because these people are paying thousands of dollars. They might have a, a sign in the outfield, but they, they'll go and get a, a, a luxury box for the night, right? If the quality's not there, right, as far as the service goes, even the food, but I mean, as far as the, 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 the service goes, they're not going to come back, right? Mm. So that was like my first um, experience, experience in doing the hospitality stuff. And that's what I was initially going back to school for because I wanted to work in hotels. So from there, I was just like, I learned so much dealing with people day to day on a different level that I've dealt with, you know, working in delis and um, food halls and things like that. So when we came here and we started doing these classes, that's what I wanted to give people. I didn't want them to come in and just spend $1,500 on a class with somebody and they come in, they cut hair and they go home at the end of it. Like, I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to be able to experience the area. Like when you, if you're coming from say, you know, Boston, right? I don't want you to have to figure out where to stay cause you could end up staying down the street and it's like, holy shit, this is a different experience, right? Fucking stabbed right. The so it's like, no, hit me up, let me know. Quick. Yeah, like I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know where to stay. I'll send you the links to this place. Like yeah, you want to go eat, let's go here. Like I'll take everybody different places, right? And that comes so from like, that book. In correct. So then when I read Will's book, it val again, going back to validation, right? It validated that what I was doing was right. It was right, yeah. Like I love going above and beyond for to people because at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's our it's my you reputation. Need more of that shit. I feel yeah. like so often now in the world, every experience you have, no matter where you go, it's just like pay me and get the fuck. People out don't of here. care about the reputation. I hate right? it. I hate it. Bryce knows. If I walk into a restaurant and the greeter doesn't say Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't want to be here. No, that's a fact. I need to be made felt like yeah. special before I come out of my pocket. Yeah. And if I do, he'll tell you, we fucking spend it, me and my buddies. Yeah. 
But like, if you're not gonna make me feel good and make me feel special when it's my turn to spend, right. fuck you. Because anyone I work with, if you're spending money and you're put, you know, you're feeding my family, I'm gonna give you an experience. And I'm gonna do everything I can for you. You know, my customer, any customer can call me at any moment. I'm answering. I'm doing whatever I can for them. And I feel like we're just lacking that so much. And I'm, I hate that shit. So to see this place, it's such a breath of fresh air. Um, I'm gonna be coming here, boys. Listen, the battle to me, it comes from trying to serve a greater number of people and trying to maintain that quality. It's quantity versus quality. Right? You guys inherently are in a business where it's one person at a time. You can you can branch out and end up having multiple people trying to um, uh, implement your style or whatever your quality of service implemented through every single barber that's doing people in this in this place. But when you're when you're Will Godara and you're serving. 500 800 covers a night mm -hmm. how can you still keep a focus on that intimate feel and that quality right i have a friend who's one of the restaurant chefs at mohawk mountain house that's you know 500 covers a night serving weddings three weddings a weekend and it's like okay how do we like put that personal touch how do they feel like it's not mass produced that's the problem with our farming communities in the united states i don't want to go way wide on this outlook but the the quality of food goes down when you're serving the overpopulated amount of people so how do you make them feel connected to you and it's not a manipulation but it's like there's a there's a training that has to go involved like you have to train and teach your people right it's as simple as that like they have to feel they're not gonna feel the same way you do unless they see you doing those things right yeah you have to tell somebody all day you know hey man like find out his favorite you know whatever for this class and like it's his birthday or something yeah. like, yeah. well, if I'm not doing it, why the fuck is he going to go and do it? Right. So, but if they see that I'm out here uh, making it a point to go above and beyond for somebody out here in the class, right? Like as much, even if it's like, Hey man, I had a kid for instance, right? Um, Ian, yeah. right. He, if there was a snowstorm, one of the last days of the class, right. He was supposed to go back up to Binghamton, right. Uh, he's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. I got to get to the hotel. I'm like, oh, bro, don't even worry about it. Don't call over. I got you. Gave him, gave him, you know, gave him a ride down there. Told him, well, next time, bro, if you come down and you don't want to get an Airbnb or it's too much, like, or you can't get back up there tomorrow, like, let me know. I got a second bedroom, bro. Like, you've been to every single one of my classes that I've held. I have a relationship with you at this point. If you need to stay over at my crib, like, my wife's fine with it. Like, don't worry about it, right? Like, it's just a... It's, it's just, and people respect that because even if it's like, I may want to go take this class from this guy, right? But I'm on the edge. I know Brevin and, and, and Alex and Vital are hosting it. I like those guys. So that might turn you just to come back and hang out, right? Like you're going to get something out of it, but like to come back and, you know, just kick it with us for two or three days, like you might actually want to do that instead, right? So that could that could push you into buying a class, you know. It's again, the yeah, it's a quality, right? So how do you how do you make sure that it translates to like not only the client but like people that like you said like guys that are taking classes from you or guys that are potential colleagues or peers, right? Not everybody has this kind of like elevated mindset in a sense that we share where they want to better themselves. They have. Like, do you guys have like, I know at Q29 Creative, we're having like creative team meetings. We're trying to think about goals and steps and how are we going to incentivize our guys because not everybody's a founder. So how do you make them have that elevated mindset? Do you, you know, you have, 
How many, just quick, like how many guys are here? Wait, it, total of us five right five. now. Five. So how are you creating that sense? So for me recently, I just had a shift on like realizing and acknowledging the fact that I, um, I've stepped away a little too much. And I realized that I have to like reel in the cattle back again. Literally this happened this past week. Um, I always knew from like the former location that we had where we had a staff meeting every month, once a month. Definitely needed um, even having one-on-one -on -one time. Relationships. Um, talk about my kids real quick. I know with both of my kids, right, I have to dedicate one-on-one -on -one time with them because there are moments that need to be shared between us, whether it's talking, catching up, or simply just being present with them. And the same thing goes with the team. Realizing that, like, you know, with me and Brevin, we, we chop it up a lot more than everyone else because we're planning events, we're doing this, we're doing that. So I spend a lot of time with him, right? But I don't spend a lot of time with everyone else. And I realized that this past week, again, because I, 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 I do um, Reiki, acupuncture, um, cupping, gua sha, and all that. And during those, uh, it, it's, it's, an, it's an elevated um, uh, meditation. And with that, everything surfaces and everything. And a lot of the stuff has surfaced. Like, yo, Alex, like, you need to get back to your, tend to your, to, to your farm, tend to your, to, to, your, to your baby, vital. And it made me realize that, again, I have to uh, spend more one-on-one -on -one time with everyone, but then also to bring everyone together because everyone has to, in a sense, be harmonized and everyone has to be in the same flow and reminders of, like, how the vital experience is. So, yeah. The common theme here is just special attention to details and yeah. giving people special attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just want to be made to feel special. Right. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, mm -hmm. that's how you give someone. And a it's good across experience. the board, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. not just cutting hair or in a restaurant. It's just, bro. If even going grocery shopping, somebody like the person at checkout did something for you, or like you know the the someone helped you find something you couldn't say, or was like, hold on, you know what? I don't have it here. Let me just go check the back for you. Bro, the fact that somebody even offers to go in the back and take a look and see if they have something, whether they have it or they or they don't, like that's, you, you don't, don't get, get that. People going out of you their way, just Correct. a minor, tiny yeah. little bit. Right. That'll make you feel special. Right. And it's from the top down. So I really feel like with our class, our class of entrepreneurship is changing what it means, what entrepreneurship means in the Hudson Valley and further because the, the ones before us, right, the people in their 60s and 70s who had extreme levels of success in this area and building these areas, right, and, like, building the businesses that built these areas. So, like, there's still a lack of, like, um, like kind of, like, uh, passing that through, like, that culture. I think the culture is, uh, is lacking, and I think our class is, uh, like, heavy on implementing that into, Bring it back. into our businesses, right? Tony's in management. I'm in, in management and direction in my company. You guys are doing the same thing, teaching guys. You're, you're spreading your, uh, your mindset and skill set onto people, and we're all doing that same thing. And I think that's what's going to, like, change the future of our area and further. So, you know, and, and we should talk about, you know, the upcoming event that, that we're planning. Let's do it. Right? Vital Let's Talk. Vital Let's Talk presented yeah. by Alex and us at Q29. What are, what are the dates? There, there, I gotta look at my phone. <laughs> it's March second. March second. And I guess if if something ends up being like yeah. not, yeah, we could just change <laughs> we'll it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. March second, as if everything stays the way it's planned to be at the academy, it's gonna be a, 
a viral experience, a live podcasting experience where we get people together and we share in innovations and experience and community and um, try to like kind of continue to just like drop that energy and knowledge onto like the people in the room at this exclusive ticketed event. Yeah, it's one of those things that again, like, oh, should, we plug, should, should we plug Will? Yeah, yeah. should we plug Will? Yeah. Will, Will Guadar, if you're watching this, we want you to come speak at this event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is one of those things where, like, this, see, Poughkeepsie's the center of the Hudson Valley, and there's no reason why all these events shouldn't be here and be the base, right? We have the space already, the, the relationship where we have the academy, and then we, we have you guys that are killing it with the podcast and local and we're all the same age, and it's like there, there's no reason why young creatives shouldn't be working together. Entrepreneurship, and, and, and that's know? the whole thing. Like, with, you know, Vital presents the live talk, and just having the connections that we have, inviting these guests that have so much to share and so much to give, all under one roof, and getting them together for that one day is that's vital. It's awesome. <laughs> it's funny yeah. that barbers have always been the ultimate connector because they fucking talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you know everybody. So it's, it's so funny yeah. that, you know, yeah, brought by you, so. I, I've, I've learned to, like, listen and just, like, oh, damn, and just keep it moving. Because if I was to hold on to everyone's stuff, like, <laughs> I got my own <laughs> shit to worry about. You know, we all have our own shit to worry about, right? But at the end of the day, it's always, it's always cool to, like, hear and hold space for people because at the end of the day, that's when we were, like, ther- we are therapists unlicensed therapist where people just come and let it out and act sometimes I, I could just feel it energetically i'm like oh you could put a hand on the shoulder you good bro like, what's going on? you know and it's like, even sometimes i could come in and they could feel it the ones i'm like really close to and I'll, I'll be able to like let loose a little bit and be my true self as opposed to like mm-hmm. hey what's up how you doing you know but sometimes i have i have to do that because i don't want to um interfere with the experience and it's cool to have you know clients like that too that can like cold space for me sometimes I'm like yo are you good I'm like yo bro I'm going through some shit right now and, you know and, and it's okay and that's okay too we're all just human we're bro. human yes that's all part of it we're all human that's all 100%. part of it 100% so that does bring up a good point where CEOs or you know managers of businesses are it's a big push to like brand in personalized individualized branding right so I do want to ask the question about uh, like how you separate yourself from your business in a sense of like people see that you brand yourself you know and then you also have this barbershop where yeah you're going to get that quality assurance from whether it's a brevin or a edgar mm. right or a dro yeah mm. but like they want you right people hit me up and they're like yo we want you to shoot our video <laughs> like, well, you know we have a company so yeah. that is interesting like how do you um kind of navigate that and we all have our individual brands in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all do. Um, how do I na- navigate that? Um, if I'm not available, whether it's my price or it could be nine, quote unquote, the most expensive. Um, if I'm not available because of my price, um, I'm like, hey, listen, I have a team. Like, I, I'm building a team. And they'll see it. And I'll, I'll vouch for them. I'll, I'll, I'll immediately be like, oh, okay, you know what? You're going to fit great with Brevin. Or you'll fit great with Joe just based on personality or just like the energy that I see, right? getting a connector right um and then if it's based on like availability i'm like hey listen well i'm not available and for the clients that are like hey listen like all right well if i know that they're going to take care of me i'm like i'll be make myself available but if i'm not then i'll get i'll refer them somebody that i could feel could like at least um come close to like what i give them um but with this shop now at the end of the day my whole goal is to build it step back because i'm not able to build 
the brand to where it wants to where I want it to be and then still be in the trenches with my tool belt still cutting. I can't do both. I've known that for a long time already. So the whole reason why I've got 12 stations, it's the whole reason why I realized that I can't do this together. It's the whole reason why Bourbon works for me. We work side by side because it, it takes a team to be able to build this even higher. Absolutely. I realized that I can't do it by myself. I realized that the moment that he came and joined Vital at the beginning of the year with our first event and the classes and all that. Um, so for me, it's just like really just stepping away filling up the chairs, build them all up, and just watching from the outside, and then being in the front over there and greeting everyone. And eventually I'll train somebody to do that. Just recognize your strengths and weaknesses, right? Like yeah. you can't be, you, you can't sit there in the forefront of everything and be the soul of everything. You can't handle everything. You have to delegate at some point, yeah. right? Like you have to understand. And the first thing is to recognize what your weaknesses are, right? Like I knew what, I knew what my weakness was, and that was like, doing all the legwork that you know, that goes into the to a brand itself right social media and all that that's not my thing mm. um i lack on that i know that but i also know where my strength lies and i know like i my brain doesn't stop there's no off switch so i'm always thinking about what can be done here elsewhere with my own personal shit, right like i just i, I gotta keep going so i need something to always be be driving me keep my you know so coming here, it was like, all right, bro, I know you like doing events. I've, I got all these ideas. Like, what do you think of this? Oh, no, I like that. All right, well, let's, let's try to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, on top of this, but doing other events and, again, using the brand that he's built over the last mm -hmm. however many years and the reputation that he's built, right? Let's, let's scale it. Let's the, elevate it. The let's, best way to explain it, I tell everyone, and I told Brevin already many times, I'm like, Brevin comes and like the idea, right, is a seed, right? He comes and plants the seed and I'm like I'm the farmer, oh, he's the rain. I'm like, yo, <laughs> he's the rain, you know. I'm like, yo, so. this idea fucks and I'll come and water it and that that comes with like me supporting it or like funding it, whatever the case may be. I'm like, all right, this makes sense. I got I I'm with this. Yeah. And that's why it works so well because again, back to what he said, uh, uh weaknesses and strengths. He's out there like sending emails and planning. See, like this whole conversation, everything with this. He reached out to Bryce. Well, I forget how it happened. I've known Bryce for a long time already. We've yeah, known of each other. Yeah. He's, been, he's been to Good Time Film Story. We walk by and say, what's up? But it just never connected because for me, like I got so much other stuff going on that for me sometimes to even take the energy to like reach out to me, I'm just like, I got too much going on right now. Like It's just not in my um, circuit of thinking right, to be doing that. But Brevin's like, yo, bro, yo, what if we da, 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 da? I'm like, yo, do it, bro. But see, Tony, then, you get it, right? Because you, you're in sales. So, like, I was doing the same thing. So, like, you have to, yeah. that's what comes with it. Like, you're on yeah. top of shit. Because yeah. if not, yeah. you know, that there's money that falls by the wayside, right? That's how you, yeah. that's how you get leaks. And, yeah. the, and next thing you right? know, like, Brevin's sending me the screenshot. I'm like, my fucking guy. I'm like, all right, cool. It's, it's flowing. Because let's do it. Let's do it, you know? So it, it works. It's, it works. I'm very, very grateful to have him be part of the team. Well, you guys have a fucking sick team. This place is beautiful. I'm really excited to see the future of this. I'm excited for the upcoming event. Um, and I just want to ask, you know, talking to all the other people who are trying to do what you're, you guys are doing and what you've accomplished out here, mm -hmm. what advice would you give? You know, what's your message at the end of the day to everybody out there? Um... You can't do it alone. Your ego is always gonna hold you back. Um, it takes a team 
and you have to trust and know that you can connect and have this relationship with this person to be able to grow the brand. And that's, again, I learned all that this this uh, past year. You have anything to add to that? Yeah, for me, it's like, if you have an idea, just kind of try to see it through as far as you can take it. You know, as if, for me, there's a lot of shit that I, I'm working on, trying to work on, and it's just like, I could have given up four years ago with this one project. I'm still pushing it now. Like there's, I, I'm going to try to, I, I try to see everything through as far as it could possibly go. You know, he, you never, like, no. he won't stop. He won't stop knocking, which is cool. Yeah. For me, I'm like, all right, they didn't align. I'll keep it moving. I'll find something else. But he'll, he'll like keep that. knocking. That's great advice. Mm -hmm. People, a lot of people give up a little too early. I feel yeah. like too. So that's sick advice. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys. Well, we appreciate, appreciate you guys coming out here, man. I'm gonna for come sure. for a cut. Yo, where do I Good. sign up to come get a cut? Hey, we'll, we'll give you the link. Uh, well, you go no, to the, no, no, go to our website. To yeah. <laughs> it's vital.com. Vital.com. It's I-T-S-V-I-D-L.com. All the bookings on there, all the information's yeah, on there. all the links there. right there. Yeah. Bios for everybody on the team. Yeah. And yeah. anybody can just come up here and get a can of water? Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just came here for a water. <laughs> Seriously, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah no, no, thank, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate right, you guys.